Alright folks, and welcome aboard to this Wednesday night edition Philip Ward show. It is 11.06 on the East Coast, 8.06 on the West Coast, 6.06 a.m. in the morning in Kiev in Ukraine right now. Earlier today, folks, the press... Oh, 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 by the way, before we get started with the program, I have to point out, today is the 730th day of slowing the spread. You bet, two years now, we have been trying to slow the spread of COVID. 730 days, two years, folks. Two years now at this point in time. Do you think we've really slowed the spread? I don't know, folks. I really don't know. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 1,040 days left to go. Now, earlier today, the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, spoke to Congress. And if you watch the speech, folks, it's like around about a 20-minute speech, maybe a little less than that. I mean, he invoked he invoked Martin Luther King. He invoked Pearl Harbor. I, I can't do it justice myself. I think this is one of those moments where it's just easier to report the news on it. I mean, I'll get it. By the way, I want to just first make my point clear. The, the, the way that I look at the conflict that's going on in Ukraine. First of all, I think Vladimir Putin is a ruthless, aggressive, reckless, disgusting, egotistical murderous dictator that's what vladimir putin is earlier today by the way joe unity biden called vladimir putin a war war criminal uh that's been echoed by senator lindsey graham who again is doubling down i don't know if it's the best idea for a sitting united states senator to be calling for the assassination of another foreign leader i i, I really you know, it, it, are we all? Are a lot of people thinking that privately? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that that shouldn't come as a surprise. I don't even think that would come as a surprise to Vladimir Putin. But I don't think it's a good idea for a sitting American senator to be calling for the assassination of Vladimir Putin. I just, I really don't. I don't think it sits well with me. I want to say, I am a no when it comes to a no-fly zone. If NATO and the United States were to establish a no-fly zone, that means direct American military involvement in the Ukraine-Russia war. Talk about Jen Psaki was saying yesterday, well, we don't want to, this could be escalatory. Well, that would really be escalating this war. That would very much be escalatory. I don't think, I, I, I am urging the President of the United States, Joe Unity Biden, do not implement a no-fly zone. Even though Zelensky was pushing hard for it earlier, I mean, that that's basically what the theme of his speech was. He wants a no-fly zone, and I mean, he's using anything at all. He'll invoke whatever it takes to ensure that there is a no-fly zone. Sending weapons to Ukraine and the Ukrainian people, I don't see any problem with that at all. You know, the MiG fighters the that Joe Unity Biden said, no, 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 we're not. Oh, he was asked about it uh, today as well. And he decided to not answer the question at all. Does Didn't even come close to giving an answer on that. I was asking the question last night on this program, folks. What does Vladimir Putin have on Joe Unity Biden? I want to know. I thoroughly 
want to know what is going on behind the scenes. What are Vladimir Putin and Joe Unity Biden talking about when there are no cameras on? When there's only a select group of people who are on the phone call when it comes to Biden and Putin? What did they talk about previously? Remember Joe Unity Biden was telling Vladimir Putin, well, there's there's like 16 to 17 things that uh, that you can't touch, but everything else no that's all on the table yeah you can you can do that and again remember it was this is the same joe unity biden that was saying in january well a minor incursion into ukraine is one thing well, i mean talk about giving vladimir putin the green light to go and invade ukraine that's exactly what joe biden did words have consequences folks you know barack hussein obama famously said elections have consequences words have consequences as well if the sitting president of the united states is saying it's one thing if it's a minor incursion a minor attack on ukraine i think vladimir putin and i wouldn't put this against him he could probably argue what he's done so far and i think a lot of people will disagree with this but a lot of people disagree with vladimir putin already I think, you know, anyone who has common sense and decency and compassion for people disagrees with the things that Vladimir Putin has done, the things that Vladimir Putin has implemented. But what's stopping Vladimir Putin from saying, well, what I'm doing in Ukraine is only a minor incursion. And Joe Biden literally was saying a minor incursion is one thing. You know, it, it, it again, I, I wouldn't put it past him at all. Either way, folks, we'll get to Putin. Uh, we'll get to the war criminal. You know, they, they uh, Joe thrown out the uh, term war criminal. What's really behind a war criminal? What constitutes a war crime? We'll get into that. I want to first start with uh, President Zelensky and his address to Congress earlier. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky pleaded with America for help in fending off the brutal Russian invasion of his nation, referencing the attack on Pearl Harbor and 9-11 while telling members of Congress that Ukrainians are experiencing the same thing every day. He says, quote, you are the leader of the nation, your great nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world, saying that directly to Joe Unity Biden. Being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Quote, Russian troops have already fired nearly 1,000 missiles at Ukraine, countless bombs. They use drones to kill us with precision. This is a terror that Europe has not seen for 80 years to create. Hey, and by the way, here's Vladimir Zelensky talking to American uh, members of Congress. And what I want to know, what about Europe, though? Europe is so much closer to Russia. Hello, it's on the same continent. Russia's part of the European continent. So why is it the United States that has to take the lead? There are 29 other members of NATO. But yet here he comes to the United States uh, begging and pleading for help. And pleading for a no-fly zone. Which means, again, direct United States military involvement in the war. He says this is a terror that Europe has not seen for 80 years. To create a no-fly zone over Ukraine saves people. Is this too much to ask? Now, I do believe the answer to that question is yes, that is too much to ask. As harsh as it may sound, Ukraine is not a member of NATO. We have... There, there's nothing that says we absolutely have to. There's nothing that mandates us having to defend Ukraine. Again, 
NATO, what does NATO say? I believe it's like section five or something like that of NATO. If an attack on one country is an attack on all, it'd be different if uh, Vladimir Putin attacked uh, Estonia or Poland or countries like that that are closer to Russia. But Ukraine is not a part of NATO, folks. And, and we have sent them now. I mean, Joe Biden announced earlier, I think this is like the figures, like $800 billion more dollars that we're sending to Ukraine. We have sent them a boatload of money, tons of, of, of millions of billions of dollars at this point in time. A no-fly zone, unfortunately, President Zelensky, yes, that's too much to ask. It is too much to ask to send our sons, our daughters, our fathers are about you know the men and women who serve in the united states military i they they no american should die defending ukraine i truly believe that the fox news journalist the fox news uh photographer uh the uh, ukrainian journalist that was helping fox news my heart breaks for them you know americans have died a new york times journalist americans have died already because of Vladimir Putin's um, assault and invasion of Ukraine. So yes, I do believe a no-fly zone is indeed too much to ask for. Uh, he recalled the Japanese attack that forced the U.S. into World War II, the atrocities at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, telling uh, the congressional members, uh, this should allow, these tragedies allow you to understand Ukraine and understand us now. When evil tried to turn your independent territories into battlefields, when innocent people were attacked from air, you could not stop it. Our country experiences the same every day right now. Also referenced Mount Rushmore um, saying, quote, I remember your national memorial, the faces of your prominent presidents who laid the foundation of the United States of America as if as it is today. Democracy, independence, freedom, and care for everyone. We in Ukraine want the same for our people. He says, close the sky over Ukraine. He also uh, played this video that, I mean, was just absolutely heartbreaking. I mean, it was, it was, it was horrific to watch the sort of stuff that the Russian airstrikes and the bombs and the missiles that Russia's been sending to Ukraine. I mean, it's just, it's, it's heartbreaking to watch. Um, he also said, uh, the U.S. Uh, must send S-300 missile systems, other weapons, to aid Kiev's air defense forces. Zelensky even invoked Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. Quote, I have a dream. These words are known to each of you. Today I can say I have a need. I need to protect our sky. Called for additional sanctions against Moscow. They're needed constantly every week until the Russian military machine stops. Well, you already know how Vladimir Putin feels about sanctions. Vladimir Putin's ambassador was telling Sweden, yeah, we don't give a blank about sanctions. Quote, we propose that the United States sanction all politicians in the Russian Federation who remain in their offices and do not cut ties with those who are responsible for the aggression against Ukraine. Uh, he also said Russians do not receive a single penny that was used to destroy people in Ukraine. Russia. Now remember, and up until last Tuesday, we were still importing Russian oil. And now, because we're not importing Russian oil anymore, Joe Biden refuses to make the United States energy independent. Now we have to go to OPEC countries, 
kind of like Saudi Arabia and the UAE. Remember the two countries that didn't even want to talk to Joe Unity Biden, didn't even want to take his phone calls, other countries. I mean, listen to the news today, folks, that's breaking um, in the um, in the Washington Free Beacon. We'll get to this as the program unfolds. Quote, new Iran agreement would let Russia cash in on $10 billion contract to build nuclear sites. I mean, you hear things like that, folks, and you're like, you gotta be kidding me with things like this. I mean, wh why is it? Why is it that Joe Biden is going around and begging dictators, dictators of the whole entire world, for more for for more oil? I mean, I don't I don't get it. I really don't. Zelensky saying, "quote Russia has attacked not just us, not just our land, not just our cities. It went on brutal offensive against our values and basic human uh, uh, values." Uh, Zelensky uh, saying, you know, basically saying now, this is a very powerful line. I, I will give it to Zelensky on uh, this regard. Quote, now I'm almost 45 years old. Today, my age stopped when the hearts of more than 100 children stopped beating. I see no sense in life if it cannot stop the deaths. I mean, folks, make no mistake about it, a very, very moving speech. I just do not believe that Americans should die or we should lose any member of our United States military because of the conflict in Ukraine. As harsh as it sounds, Ukraine is not a NATO country. By the way, that would shock. The Vice President Kamala Harris, who was saying, uh, well, we, we stand by our NATO allies in Ukraine, the values of NATO. Oh, really? Again, Kamala, Ukraine is not a NATO country. We are sending, though, um, right after Zelensky was done speaking, a few hours, I should say, after Zelensky got done uh, addressing Congress, um, you get this headline, Biden says U.S. giving Ukraine eight hundred million dollars in arms and droves by the way i want to correct myself i think i said 800 billion earlier 800 million um president biden saying today the u.s will give ukraine 800 million dollars in military aid including drones um quote we will keep up the pressure on putin's kremlin economy isolating him on the global stage that's our goal make putin pay the price and weaken his position while strengthening the hand of the ukrainians on the battlefield at the negotiating table what joe was saying together with our allies and partners we're going to stay the course and we'll do everything we can to push for an end to this tragic and unnecessary war this is a struggle to pitch the appetites of an autocrat against humankind's desire to be free. By the way, Justin Trudeau would uh, would uh, not like that at all. Humankind's desire. No, no, no. We say people kind over in Canada. If you listen to Justin Trudeau. Now, Joe was asked, though, about the uh, MiG-29 fighter jets. And this is how uh, Joe responded to that, folks. I'm not, I'm not going to comment on that right now i'm not going to comment on anything other than what i told you today he said oh really joe again no no response to that i i i really want to know why joe biden doesn't want these fighter jets being supplied to ukraine i i, I truly want to know again i'm going to continue to ask the question by the way what is it that vladimir putin has on joe unity biden i really want to know at the request of 
President Zelensky, we have identified and are helping Ukraine acquire additional longer-range anti-aircraft systems. Uh, the munitions for these systems, our new assistance package. A lot, by the way, it should be like our new, new, new assistance package. We've, I mean, we've sent so much money to Ukraine at this point in time, and I think we should continue to send weapons. I really do. I mean, what's, what's, you know, um, Zelensky himself, uh, the famous quote, which I think will go, probably will go down in history as a famous quote, I need ammunition, not a ride, well, I think he doesn't need money, he needs, he needs, like, fighter jets, and missiles, and weapons, again, he still needs ammunition, he doesn't need money, um, our new assistance package includes 9,000 anti-armor systems, these are portable high-accuracy shoulder-mounted missiles that the Ukrainian forces have been using with great effect, to destroy invading tanks and armored vehicles. Uh, also, 6,000 AT-4 anti-tank weapons, 2,000 Javelin missiles, which have become one of the symbols of Ukraine's resistance to the Russian invasion. Uh, Biden says it will include 7,000 small arms, machine guns, shotguns, grenade launchers to equip the Ukrainians, including the brave women and men who are defending their cities as civilians, and they are in the countryside as well, as well as the ammunition, artillery, mortar rounds to go with small arms, 20 million rounds in total, and... Uh, that's what we are supplying, folks, to Ukraine. But again, for, I'm, you know, I'm going to keep my same stance on this. Again, no fly zone, no way, as far as I'm concerned. Send them all the weapons you want. Again, I don't know why he doesn't send the fire jets. But again, equip them as best as they possibly can to defend their country. Um, and then... Joe Biden earlier today saying, uh, quote, now he was being asked uh, by Fox News reporter Jackie Heinrich um, if Vladimir Putin is a war criminal. It initially said no, did Joe. Then he came and then he, a few seconds later he goes, well, did you do, did you ask me whether I would call Putin a, a, a war criminal? He says, would you, would I call, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think he is a war criminal. So that term that phrase there war criminal that carries a oh and by the way i'm not even going to disagree with joe unity biden because vladimir putin by the way i have the definition here now this is in cornell law a war crime definition quote a war crime is a violation of the laws of war. The legal understanding of war crimes has been codified in several multilateral treaties, most notably the Geneva Conventions. More recently, the most comprehensive legal statement on war crimes was the Rome Statute of the International Criminal Court. Following acts are war crimes under Ro Rome Statute Article 8. Willful killing, torture, biological experiments, mutilation, unjustified destruction and appropriation of property i do believe that vladimir putin is um is is, is guilty of that of unjustified destruction of property I, I i do believe that i mean we've seen him targeting sort of civilian areas you know there was a maternity hospital that was blown up and he was saying remember he said in the phone call to the french president emmanuel macron he was first his stance was Oh no, I'm not I'm not targeting civilian areas. Then Macron asks him to stop targeting civilian areas and he agreed that he would stop doing it. So was he lying at first? Was he lying at what 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 at some point Vladimir Putin was lying. Either he was targeting civilian areas or he wasn't. And by the way, from the videos that I've seen, multiple videos, it seems to me 
as though he was indeed targeting civilian areas. I think he lied about it at first. I don't think maybe he he figured in his head that uh, Macron and Elysee Palace wouldn't um, actually publish what happened or wouldn't talk about that. He says that he's going to stop targeting civilian areas. But they did, though. Again, France is one of our NATO allies. Um, uh, uh, so as far as the list of war crimes, conscripting uh, POWs, denying POWs a fair trial, unlawful deportation and transfer, unlawful confinement, taking of hostages, pillaging, and, and now here's the here. This is un, uh, follows the statute: war crimes, intentional attacks against civilians, intentional attacks against non-military targets, intentional attacks against peacekeepers or humanitarian aid groups folks i did, and by the way the list goes on but i do believe vladimir putin is guilty of that i do believe i do agree uh, by the way save this documented you won't hear me say this often but i agree with joe unity biden here president putin vladimir putin of russia is indeed a war criminal um yesterday reuters headline u.s senate unanimously condemns Putin as a war criminal. And by the way, the AP wrote an interesting piece. What are the paths to justice? So, of, of, by the way, of a war criminal, generally, there are four paths to investigate and determine war crimes, though each one has limits. One is through the International Criminal Court. Now, remember, um, they were already saying that they're looking in to Vladimir Putin, and has he committed war crimes? A second option would be if the United Nations turns its work on the on the uh, inquiry commission over to a hybrid international over to a hybrid international war crimes tribunal to prosecute putin a third way would be to create a tribunal or court to try putin by a group of interested or concerned states such as nato the eu and the u.s military tribunals at nuremberg following world war ii against nazi leaders are an example of this Finally, some countries have their own laws for prosecuting war crimes. Germany, for example, they're already investigating Putin. The U.S. does not have a law, but the Justice Department has a special section that focuses on acts including international genocide, torture, recruitment of child soldiers, and female genital mutilation. They write, where might Putin be put on trial? Well, it's not clear. According to Lindsey Graham, he wants him put on trial in The Hague and the Netherlands. Russia does not recognize the jurisdiction of the International Criminal Court and would not send any suspects to the court's headquarters in The Hague. The U.S. does not recognize the authority of the court either. Putin could be tried in a country chosen by the U.N. or by the Consortium of Concerned Nations. But getting him there would be difficult. Yeah, I think so. Now, as far as Lindsey Graham is concerned, again, the, a sitting United States senator calling for the assassination of a world leader. He's doubling down on that today. On March 3rd, Lindsey Graham tweeted, somebody in Russia needs to take this guy out. Well, he took questions today after Zelensky addressed Congress and says, eh, well, I hope he will be taken out one way or the other. I don't care how they take him out. I don't care if we send him to The Hague and try him. I just want him to go. Yeah, he says, I'm on record. You can put Lindsey Graham on record. It's time for him to go. He's a war criminal. I wish somebody had taken out Hitler in the 30s. He says, I'm asking the Russian people, rise up, end this reign of terror for you and the world, 
at large. And again, maybe you're thinking that privately, but I don't believe it's a good idea because couldn't Vladimir Putin just take that and say, all right, well, the United States, or at least a United States representative when it comes to Lindsey Graham, is calling for my assassination. Talk about escalatory and the way Jen Psaki and Joe Biden talk about it. Now, because we are not importing Russian oil anymore, and again, remember it was Justin Peoplekind Trudeau that sort of beat us to that. They were like a, a week, maybe even two weeks ahead of us to stop importing crude oil from Russia. Now we're making new deals. And Joe Biden and his administration, and the same can be said about Barack Hussein Obama, they were like obsessed with making deals with Iran so far away. Washington Free Beacon writes this earlier, because now you know the United States are in this, these trade talks and these negotiations with Iran so far away. I have no idea why we would ever want anything to do with a country that officially in their parliament chants death to America, death to America, and burns our flag. You think they have good intentions for the United States? And we're letting Russia and China negotiate on our behalf. I mean, if, again, if Joe Biden's motives are to destroy this country, make this country not a great place for Americans, then take him at his word. That in his January press conference that he said, well, I think I'm actually overperforming. Well, if that's the goal, he's definitely overperforming. So, new Iran agreement would let Russia cash in on $10 billion contract to build nuclear sites. How about that, right? Russia, the country that, that turned the, world, uh, the whole world against them with their invasion of Ukraine, now are going to cash in on a $10 billion contract to build nuclear sites. Russia's top state-controlled energy company is set to cash in on a $10 billion contract contract to build out one of iran by the way iran and russia are super tight as both those countries are with china those are the new access powers used to be germany and italy and uh japan now folks it very much is russia um iran and china the biggest of them being china again folks if you look at the world as it is Vladimir Putin and his economy, I, I, they're big. They're not as big a big of deal, though, as Vladimir Putin wants them to be. There's only two superpowers left in the world, folks, us and China. And if we don't get Joe Unity Biden out of office sooner rather than later, then it's only going to be China, folks. Because remember Joe Unity Biden was saying, and again, China, where COVID originated from, where we all had to start this 730 days, now two years to this day of slowing the spread, Joe said that he was going to hold China accountable. China, China should be held accountable for creating a world war without violence. Over 184 countries affected by COVID. And what has he done? Nothing at all. I would ask the same question that I'm asking about Vladimir Putin and Joe Unity Biden. What is it that President Xi Jinping, who, if you didn't know, spent 24 hours with Joe Unity Biden. If you don't know, just ask Joe. He'll be sure to tell you. But what does President Xi Jinping, though, have on Joe Unity Biden? Because remember, um, Hunter Biden was making millions, billion dollar worth of deals with 
the first lady of Moscow, Baterina, got billions of dollars, $3.5 billion from uh, Russia. Well, in China, Hunter Biden made a $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China, which is run by the Chinese Communist Party. So you can, again, with the media failing to report on this complete and utter and broad daylight corruption of the Biden administration, folks, it has put the world at, it's put our country at such a disadvantage here. Because how many people do you think votes would have been influenced if they actually saw the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop, if the New York Post's um, stories about the Hunter Biden laptop actually were able to go all throughout the Twitter box? I think a lot of people would have changed their votes. I really do. But remember, folks, Joe got 81 million votes. This is the most popular president ever. That's what we're led to believe, at least. Um, so, Russia's top top state-controlled energy company set to cash in on a $10 billion contract to build out one of Iran's most contested nuclear sites as part of concessions granted in the soon-to-be-announced nuclear agreement that will guarantee sanctions on both countries are lifted. Why? No idea, folks. Seems to me as though Joe Biden and the Democratic Party love dictators. Russian and Iranian documents translated for the Washington Free Beacon show that Rosatom, Russia's leading energy company, has a $10 billion contract. By the way, remember Rosh, uh, Rosatom and Uranium One and Hillary Rodham Clinton back in um, back when she was Secretary of State? Um, Russia's leading energy company has a $10 billion contract with Iran's Atomic Energy Organization to expand Tehran's uh, nuclear plant, this nuclear plant in Tehran. Russia and the Biden administration confirmed yesterday that the new nuclear agreement includes carve-outs that will waive sanctions on both countries so that Russia can make good on this contract. I mean, it's like, what are we doing? Why does this Democratic Party love dictators so much? And same can be said. So as far as um, Russian gas and Russian natural, um, uh, Russian energy goes, remember, Russia supplies 40% of natural gas to all of Europe. Well, how about this? Because it seems to me as though the UK Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, is kind of taking a page out of Biden's playbook here. Listen to this headline in the Wall Street Journal earlier today. Boris Johnson visits the UAE and Saudi Arabia seeking more oil. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson visited the UAE and Saudi Arabia today to deliver a plea from the West. Pump more oil. Well, at least the Saudi Arabia, the Saudi, uh, country of Saudi Arabia and the UAE actually wanted to hear what Boris Johnson had to say. Remember, Boris Johnson is supposed to be a conservative. Now, folks, tell you something about the UK. I know because I lived there and went to school there for a year. The, well, say a year, schools, uh, two semesters, I would say. But the U in the UK, so-called conservatives, folks, are half liberals they're now the one of the best politicians over in the uk and again that i mean <laughs> there you go right there the best politician there's not really great politicians out there in the world folks by the way don't ever get attached to one politician i know conservatives nowadays get to say well you love donald trump so much you love donald trump i had to love donald trump i haven't even met the guy 
Do I love Donald Trump's policies? Yes, I do. Do I think we'd be in this situation if Donald Trump was the president? No, I absolutely do not. Why? Well, facts prove that. Facts back that up. Vladimir Putin, for four years, did nothing when it came to Ukraine. Why? Well, and by the way, not only when it came to Ukraine, but did nothing at all. He was terrified of Donald Trump. He listened to Donald Trump because Donald Trump told him, do not touch Ukraine. If you touch Ukraine, I will take out Moscow. I will hit Moscow. All those beautiful golden turrets that you have, boom, will be blown up. And again, in the idiot on the Daily Show, Trevor Noah, you know, who's a liberal partisan hack, was saying, you think that the Saudis or the UAE would not take a phone call from Donald Trump? Of course they would have. This wouldn't have happened in a Trump administration. Remember the headline in the Wall Street Journal, Saudi Emirate leaders decline calls with Biden during Ukraine crisis. That was uh, March 8th. Now, as far as Saudi Arabia, who it seems as though they're maybe one of the targets that we're going to go to now to import oil. Why? I don't know. We have it here. 70% of the American, over 70% of the American people, according to the Trafalgar poll, want uh, us to get our oil from, you bet, states right here. Oklahoma, Texas, Alaska, Colorado, New Mexico, California, all these states that have oil. Why wouldn't we, folks? Why would we negotiate with other countries if we hold all the cards? I have no idea. But this was a headline on Monday in CBS News. Because Saudi Arabia, where we're going to get um, oil from, how about this? Saudi Arabia executes 81 people in its largest mass execution. Really? Saudi Arabia on Saturday executed 81 people convicted of crimes ranging from killings to belonging to militant groups, the largest known mass execution carried out in the kingdom in its modern history. Number of executed surpassed even the toll of a January 1980 mass execution for the 63 militants convicted of seizing the Grand Mosque in Mecca in 1979, the worst ever militant attack to target the kingdom and Islam's holiest sight. And yet that's a country where Joe Biden and Boris Johnson as well, the UK now, think, oh yeah, you know what, let's get oil from those people. I mean, and on top of that, Iran, nonetheless. I mean, folks, we're, it, it pains me to say, but we are not heading in the right direction. Not under Joe Unity Biden. Not at all. Um, oh, and uh, domestically here, folks, how about this? Court orders Jussie Smollett. Remember, he was, he was supposed to be in jail. He was sentenced to 150 days in jail. Well, how about this? Court orders Jussie Smollett be released from jail on bond pending his hate crime hoax conviction appeal. Court ordered re the release of Jussie Smollett from jail, supposed to be in there for 150 days, but Smollett's attorneys had argued that he would have completed the jail process, uh, the, uh, the, completed the jail sentence, excuse me, by the time the appeal process was completed and that Smollett could be in danger of physical harm if he remained locked up in Cook County Jail. Uh, phys what is it? Physical? Yeah, physical harm, right? You know how Jesse Smollett wouldn't be in this situation at all if he didn't create a hoax, if he didn't lie 
And again, I don't know the motives behind him lying. I, I would guess that he probably just wanted attention. And again, downtown Chirac. And they said, this is MAGA country. Downtown Chirac. Is that really MAGA country, Jussie? Matt Walsh, um, who's on the uh, Daily Wire, uh, just sent a tweet out, a, two tweets out a second ago. Of course, Smollett is black, gay, rich, and famous. Impossible to get more privileged than that in our culture. He says, well, actually, sorry, I was wrong. He'd be most privileged if he was trans. His intersectional points currently put him in the second most privileged category. Right? You know, when they talk about white privilege, folks, white privilege is not a thing. Liberal privilege, oh, you bet that that is a thing. Uh, folks, thank you, as always, for listening to the program. Like I said, I will be out the next two days, um, you know, with it being uh, St. Patty's Day. Very soon, actually. Let me be the first to wish you a happy early uh, St. Patrick's Day, folks. I am an Irish man. I am not afraid to admit that. A very proudly Irish um, so I will be going out and enjoying the weekend. You know, as I always say, folks, as we always want, usually when we get to Friday, go out, enjoy the weekend, live life for what it is worth. I definitely, folks, will tell you, and not going too specifically into details, that I will be doing that over the weekend. Have a great Thursday. Have a great Friday. Enjoy the weekend. Folks, I will speak to you on Monday. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program. Have a great weekend. It is now two years of slowing the spread, 730 days. We have 1,040 days left to endure of this Joe Unity Biden administration. Thank you, as always, folks. Happy early St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Have a great weekend, and I will speak to you on Monday.